द लॉ स्कूल ऑफ अमेरिका एप्लीकेशन एंड प्रोसिक्यूशन A patent is requested by filing a written application at the relevant patent office. The person or company filing the application is referred to as the applicant. The applicant may be the inventor or its assignee. The application contains a description of how to make and use the invention that must provide sufficient detail for a person skilled in the art. For example, the relevant area of technology to make and use the invention. In some countries there are requirements for providing specific information such as the usefulness of the invention, the best mode of performing the invention known to the inventor, or the technical problem or problems solved by the invention. Drawings illustrating the invention may also be provided. The application also includes one or more claims that define what a patent covers or the scope of protection. After filing, an application is often referred to as patent pending. While this term does not confer legal protection and a patent cannot be enforced until granted, it serves to provide warning to potential infringers that if the patent is issued, they may be liable for damages. Once filed, a patent application is prosecuted. A patent examiner reviews the patent application to determine if it meets the patentability requirements of that country. If the application does not comply, objections are communicated to the applicant or their patent agent or attorney through an office action. to which the applicant may respond the number of office actions and responses that may occur vary from country to country but eventually a final rejection is sent by the patent office or the patent application is granted which after the payment of additional fees leads to an issued enforceable patent in some jurisdictions there are opportunities for third parties to bring an opposition proceeding between grant and issuance or post issuance Once granted the patent is subject in most countries to renewal fees to keep the patent in force. These fees are generally payable on a yearly basis. Some countries or regional patent offices, for example the European Patent Office, also require annual renewal fees to be paid for a patent application before it is granted. Costs. The costs of preparing and filing a patent application, prosecuting it until grant and maintaining the patent vary from one jurisdiction to another. and may also be dependent upon the type and complexity of the invention and on the type of patent the european patent office estimated in 2005 that the average cost of obtaining a european patent via a euro direct application for example not based on a pct application and maintaining the patent for a 10 year term was around 32000 euros since the london agreement entered into force on may 1 2008 this estimation is however no longer up to date since fewer translations are required in the united states in 2000 the cost of obtaining a patent patent prosecution was estimated to be from $10,000 to $30,000 per patent when patent litigation is involved which in year 1999 happened in about 1,600 cases compared to 153,000 patents issued in the same year costs increase significantly although 95% of patent litigation cases are settled out of court Those that reach the courts have legal costs on the order of a million dollars per case, not including associated business costs. Alternatives. A defensive publication is the act of publishing a detailed description of a new invention without patenting it, so as to establish prior art and public identification as the creator/originator of an invention, although a defensive publication can also be anonymous. A defensive publication prevents others from later being able to patent the invention. A trade secret is information that is intentionally kept confidential and that provides a competitive advantage to its possessor. 
Trade secrets are protected by non-disclosure agreement and labor law, each of which prevents information leaks such as breaches of confidentiality and industrial espionage. Compared to patents, the advantages of trade secrets are that the value of a trade secret continues until it is made public, whereas a patent is only in force for a specified time, after which others may freely copy the invention, does not require payment of fees to governmental agencies or filing paperwork, has an immediate effect, and does not require any disclosure of information to the public. The key disadvantage of a trade secret is its vulnerability to reverse engineering. The Law School of America Benefits Primary incentives embodied in the patent system include incentives to invent in the first place, to disclose the invention once made, to invest the sums necessary to experiment, produce and market the invention, and to design around and improve upon earlier patents. Patents provide incentives for economically efficient research and development, R&D. A study conducted annually by the Institute for Prospective Technological Studies, IPTS, shows that the 2,000 largest global companies invested more than 430 billion euros in 2008 in their R&D departments. If the investments can be considered as inputs of R&D, real products and patents are the outputs. Based on these groups, a project named Corporate Invention Board, had measured and analyzed the patent portfolios to produce an original picture of their technological profiles. Supporters of patents argue that without patent protection, R&D spending would be significantly less or eliminated altogether, limiting the possibility of technological advances or breakthroughs. Corporations would be much more conservative about the R&D investments they made, as third parties would be free to exploit any developments. This second justification is closely related to the basic ideas underlying traditional property rights. Specifically, the patent internalizes the externality by giving a property right over its invention. A 2008 study by Yiquan of Kellogg School of Management showed that countries instituting patent protection on pharmaceuticals did not necessarily have an increase in domestic pharmaceutical innovation. Only countries with higher levels of economic development, educational attainment, and economic freedom showed an increase. There also appeared to be an optimal level of patent protection that increased domestic innovation. In accordance with the original definition of the term patent, patents are intended to facilitate and encourage disclosure of innovations into the public domain for the common good. Thus patenting can be viewed as contributing to open hardware after an embargo period, usually of 20 years. If inventors did not have the legal protection of patents, in many cases, they might prefer or tend to keep their inventions secret, for example keep trade secrets. Awarding patents generally makes the details of new technology publicly available, for exploitation by anyone after the patent expires, or for further improvement by other inventors. Furthermore, when a patent's term has expired, the public record ensures that the patentee's invention is not lost to humanity. 3. In many industries, especially those with high fixed costs and either low marginal costs or low reverse engineering costs, computer processors, and pharmaceuticals for example, once an invention exists, the cost of commercialization, testing, tooling up a factory, developing a market, etc., is far more than the initial conception cost. For example, the internal rule of thumb at several computer companies in the 1980s was that post R&D costs were 7 to 1. One effect of modern patent usage is that a small-time inventor, who can afford both the patenting process and the defense of the patent, can use the exclusive right status to become a licensor. 
This allows the inventor to accumulate capital from licensing the invention and may allow innovation to occur because he or she may choose not to manage a manufacturing buildup for the invention. Thus the inventor's time and energy can be spent on pure innovation, allowing others to concentrate on manufacturability. Another effect of modern patent usage is to both enable and incentivize competitors to design around, or to invent around according to R.S. Praveen Raj, the patented invention. This may promote healthy competition among manufacturers, resulting in gradual improvements of the technology base. This may help augment national economies and confer better living standards to the citizens. The 1970 Indian Patent Act allowed the Indian pharmaceutical industry to develop local technological capabilities in this industry. This act coincided with the transformation of India from a bulk importer of pharmaceutical drugs to a leading exporter. The rapid evolution of Indian pharmaceutical industry since the mid-1970s highlights the fact that the design of the Patent Act was instrumental in building local capabilities even in a developing country like India. This was possible because for many years prior to its membership in the World Trade Organization, WTO, India did not recognize product patents for pharmaceuticals. Without product patents with which to contend, Indian pharmaceutical companies were able to churn out countless generic drugs, establishing India as one of the leading generic drug manufacturers in the world. Yet in 2005, because of its obligations under the Agreement on Trade-Related Aspects of Intellectual Property Rights, TRIPS, India was compelled to amend its laws to provide product patent protection to pharmaceuticals. In an attempt to satisfy the competing demands for inexpensive drugs and effective intellectual property protection, the Indian government created a law that afforded protection to pharmaceuticals only if they constituted brand new chemical substances or enhanced the therapeutic efficacy of known substances. This law, which is codified under Section 3D of the Patents, Amendment, Act of 2005,7 has not sat well with some MNCs, including the Swiss company Novartis. Following the denial of a patent for its leukemia drug, Glivec, Novartis challenged the validity of Section 3D under TRIPS in the Indian Constitution. The Indian Supreme Court ruled against Novartis in a decision that has, and will continue to have, broad implications for MNCs, the Indian pharmaceutical industry, and people around the world in need of affordable drugs. Criticism Legal scholars, economists, activists, policymakers, industries, and trade organizations have held differing views on patents and engaged in contentious debates on the subject. Critical perspectives emerged in the 19th century that were especially based on the principles of free trade. 262 to 263 contemporary criticisms have echoed those arguments, claiming that patents block innovation and waste resources, for example with patent-related overheads, that could otherwise be used productively to improve technology. These and other research findings that patents decreased innovation because of the following mechanisms. We hope you're enjoying the Law School of America's podcasts. The Law School of America is a free service brought to you by our sponsors. Our goal is to bring you the education of a law school at your convenience, and the ability to learn at your own pace, and of course, at no cost to you. The Law School of America Low Quality Already known or obvious patents hamper innovation and commercialization. Blocking the use of fundamental knowledge with patents creates a tragedy of the anti-commons, where future innovations cannot take place outside of a single firm in an entire field. Patents weaken the public domain and innovation that comes from it. Patent thickets, or an overlapping set of patent rights, in particular slow innovation. Broad patents prevent companies from commercializing products and hurt innovation. In the worst case, 
such broad patents are held by non-practicing entities, patent trolls, which do not contribute to innovation. Enforcement by patent trolls of poor quality patents has led to criticism of the patent office as well as the system itself. For example, in 2011, United States business entities incurred $29 billion in direct costs because of patent trolls. Lawsuits brought by patent assertion companies made up 61% of all patent cases in 2012, according to the Santa Clara University School of Law. Patents apply a one-size-fits-all model to industries with differing needs, that is especially unproductive for the software industry. Rent-seeking by owners of pharmaceutical patents have also been a particular focus of criticism, as the high prices they enable puts life-saving drugs out of reach of many people. Boldrine and Levine conclude our preferred policy solution is to abolish patents entirely and to find other legislative instruments, less open to lobbying and rent-seeking, to foster innovation when there is clear evidence that laissez-faire undersupplies it. Abolishing patents may be politically challenging in some countries, however, as the primary economic theories supporting patent law hold that inventors and innovators need patents to recoup the costs associated with research, inventing, and commercializing. This reasoning is weakened if the new technologies decrease these costs. A 2016 paper argued for substantial weakening of patents because current technologies, for example 3D printing, cloud computing, synthetic biology, etc., have reduced the cost of innovation. Debates over the usefulness of patents for their primary objective are part of a larger discourse on intellectual property protection, which also reflects differing perspectives on copyright. Anti-patent initiatives. The Patent Busting Project is an Electronic Frontier Foundation (EFF) initiative challenging patents that the organization claims are illegitimate and suppress innovation or limit online expression. The initiative launched in 2004 and involves two phases: documenting the damage caused by these patents and submitting challenges to the United States Patent and Trademark Office (USTO). Patent critic. Joseph Stiglitz has proposed prizes as an alternative to patents in order to further advance solutions to global problems such as AIDS. In 2012, Stack Exchange launched Ask Patents, a forum for crowdsourcing prior art to invalidate patents. Several authors have argued for developing defensive prior art to prevent patenting based on obviousness using lists or algorithms. For example, a professor of law at the University of North Carolina School of Law has demonstrated a method to protect DNA research, which could apply to other technology. Chin wrote an algorithm to generate 11 million obvious nucleotide sequences to count as prior art and his algorithmic approach has already proven effective at anticipating prior art against oligonucleotide composition claims filed since his publication of the list and has been cited by the U.S. Patent Office a number of times. More recently, Joshua Pierce developed an open-source algorithm for identifying prior art for 3D printing materials to make such materials obvious by patent standards. As the 3D printing community is already grappling with legal issues, this development was hotly debated in the technical press. Chin made the same algorithm-based obvious argument in DNA probes. Google and other technology companies founded the LOT Network in 2014 to combat patent assertion entities by cross-licensing patents thereby preventing legal action by such entities. This has been a Creative Commons licensed podcast. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice.
These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context.